while we're here. I know that we've got our jobs to do. Uranus is a planet we don't know much about. Uranus is a planet of that there is no doubt. Uranus is a planet. It's seventh from the sun. Uranus is a planet and not the world no one. Uranus is a planet, it's very, very cold. Uranus is a planet, it's very, very old. Uranus is a planet, you can live long up there. Uranus is a planet, with hydrogen for air. Uranus is a planet, it's made of methane too. Uranus is a planet, and it begins with
a world of madness. Danger engulfs you in a flood of cold fear. And terror catapults you through a galaxy of horrors. Yeah, some radio history right there. That is correct. That is, what, 17 minutes of songs all about Uranus. So we got Uranus out of the way. Zombo right here. How are you? That is nice to know you are okay. And uh, in your brain, of course. Oh, man, this is falling apart here. Let me uh, let me take care of some of this business. Uh, there we go. Yes, sir. Wow. Whoa, yeah, a little bit of planetary interference there. All right, that's more like it. Well, there you go. 18 minutes now. A song's about Uranus, and we did it. We got through Uranus. We got through Uranus just fine. Why? Because uh, we're going to finish up the solar system very easily, finishing up the solar system today. Because I... uh, I was a bit of Uranus. I uh, forgot or did not even remember my uh, eighth grade science class when they told me that Neptune was farther than Uranus. So it goes Uranus, then Neptune, then Pluto. Not Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. It's Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Not Pluto, Neptune, Uranus. Yeah, that's it. Whatever. Whatever. I got them all mixed up, but I've straightened it all out. Well, here's the thing. I wanted the show to have a big bang, start off with a big bang this week. And uh, I was like, okay, let me play all these five little Neptune songs here. Let's get all Neptune out of the way so we can have some fun on Uranus. And then the next thing you know, oh, you know, I'm getting reprimanded from uh, the, the, uh, the uh, high school graduates in the listening audience telling me 
the successful high school graduates telling me that, uh, you know, I had the planets, the order of the planet. I, I feel so awful. I, I really feel awful. And there's a planet made out of falafels, too. All right, let me tell you what we played. We played Los Pescadores, doing Los Pescadores versus the scum of Uranus. Los Coronas, doing Eschion Uranus. Huge Waves, doing Buried Treasure of Uranus. Z and the Tiki Twisters, the spook from Uranus. James Lee Meadows, doing Uranus is out tonight. You, Uranus. The original version, unknown. Do not know who did the original version. It's like a kid's record. And then Man the Rastro Man did a version of you, Uranus, and so did Killer Bananas. Everything started off with a blast off with Jimmy Haskell and his orchestra doing blast off because it started with blast offs. So, what, what is going to happen here? We're going to muscle through uh-huh, the rest of the solar system with ease. We just got Pluto to go, and there's just a few Pluto tunes. And then we're going to do Planet X. And Planet Ten, and then Planet Claire, and plan- so we're gonna we're gonna get into some like b- mythical or uh, fictional planets, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do those out of order too, as everybody knows that Planet Claire is before Planet X, so I'm sure I'll have some smarty out there telling me that that's incorrect. Oh well, what's happening? This is happening. Ah, feels good. Feels good. Ah. Mm. Mm, mm. So we're going to muscle through the solar system. Then after that, look at that. Through that, that space effect that he did in there. Um, we're going to go out to the stars. And after the stars, we're going to do deep space. And after deep space, we're going to do deep time. And then we're going to do all the time. And then we're going to do... So it's going to be really a nice little uh, adventure we're going on. And I can't believe I've never really did a space travel show before. Maybe because I don't know the order of the planets correctly. That could be something to do with it. Why it never really crossed my mind to do that. I'm not going to beat myself up over this for very much longer. But it is embarrassing. Ah, here is a great tune uh, by the creatures. That's right. And you listen to Zombo right here. Uh, WRCT in the Pittsburgh. And you can get all of these shows on Zomboco.com. Download them for free. They're on Zomboco, Z-O-M-B-O-C-O.com. And uh, the Deep Archive show, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Mondays, where you'll hear shows from 14 years ago. It used to be 13 years ago, but I'm rerunning the whole season again. Who listened to it the first time anyhow? I did about 50 shows for uh, that went through various time uh, 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 time slots throughout the station. So chances are you probably never heard them. Chances are. And sometimes I'll listen to my own show and I get a real chuckle out of that. Like, this guy's a goof. All right, so uh, here's the creatures. Uh, Susie and the Banshees, a side project. Or Susie. Not, I think Susie and the Banshee. Susie and the A-Banshee. Uh, doing Pluto Drive. Zombo in your brain? WRCT in the Pittsburgh. Let's finish up the solar system. Let's go to Pluto. 
That's a nice tune. That's uh, the creatures, uh, sort of the kind of Susie and uh, Susie and the and the Banshees. You listen to Zombo. 
right here. And uh, we are on Pluto now. Uh, nice tune there. Uh, let's see here. And, you know, uh, she was very smart. She was very um, uh, vague about Pluto, which was smart. You know, you don't say that. How long is the orbital path of Pluto? She says, well, it's long. You know, the orbital path is like, you know, 250 years. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a long, a long way around. And then uh, let's see, what, how, is, how long is a day in Pluto? Does it say how long days are in Pluto? It doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't really say, you know. But they, they've got five, no, it's got five moons. Styx is one of the moons. Oh, man, this is all like, see, they're, they're getting into all the, like, the, the, the underworld stuff. Nyx and Cabros and Hydra. That's right. So, uh, yeah, there you go. And it was discovered in 1930. And uh, immediately they said, hey, look, a ninth planet. Then they go, well, I don't know if it's a planet or not. When did they say it wasn't a planet? Then they said it's not a planet. Oh, then they're, oh, good. So we're going to get the planet X, too. So uh, I did not know that. But uh, there was, uh, the, there was a, a viewable thing that they, they thought was going to be planet X. So I did not know that, that there was such a thing. We're going to get the planet X, too. There's a couple songs about planet X. They do consider it a dwarf planet, I think. If they even consider it a planet, I don't know. But okay, so here's the here's the thing. Um, yeah, I, for me, if I'm gonna say that the planets are all out of order, and most of you are gonna agree, you know, then I can just tell you Pluto is 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 the is the eleventh planet, and everything is fine. Mm -hmm. So that was the creatures. And let's do uh, blues from Pluto. Listen to Zombo right here. Ah, feels so good to get out in the solar system, doesn't it? It does that we're going to be escaping from the solar system with all its horrible problems, like all the... It doesn't have horrible problems. Does it? I mean, you want horrible problems. There's planets out there where it, like, where it, like, rains fire and it, uh, uh, you know, big things are just horrible, horrible. This is kind of fascinating. What I thought was neat, Jupiter does an amazing thing for the sun. I didn't know, I did not know this, but Jupiter's the, the big planet. And what that does, I guess that it helps with its gravity. It helps all the other whole planets hold together. I thought that was kind of neat. Like its gravity is kind of like a, a thing where it just kind of keeps everybody kind of like regulated. You know, it keeps the planet, it keeps the solar system regular. And the neat thing is too, with its gravitational pull, it gets it gets all the comets, it gets all the asteroids, it kinda it kinda like sucks everything into it so we don't get nailed with uh, you know, asteroids well to the big ones, the real big comets and the asteroids. I thought that was rather rather a sciencey thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the nice thing when you balance some science with science fiction and you just outright lie and misrepresent things you don't know, it makes for quality entertainment. Here is Blues from Pluto by Stereophonic Space Sounds Unlimited. RCT, Zombo in your brain.
rusted. There you go. Had to throw a tinfoil hat rusted in there. Ah, that was B-52s with, and the time is 10.47. That is right. Write that down because that's when we exited the solar system. That was the last tune all about the Pluto. And uh, let's see here. That was from, uh, I think they were doing, that was all like a big hits record. Then the guy, well, let's put this hallucinating Pluto in and see if it's the next, you know, love shack. And it was not. Before that, I don't know who that was. It sounded like Bjork or the Sugar Cubes doing Pluto. We heard dogs are from Pluto, an unknown artist doing Pluto. And the Atomic Mosquitoes. That's the thing. He gets a lot of instrumentals on this. Uh, Pluto's Revenge, the Atomic Mosquitoes, uh, Stereosonic Space Sounds Unlimited started off with blues from Pluto. There are all the songs about the ninth. Well, I guess you could say it's not a planet, but I do. I do. The ninth planet in the solar system. <sighs> Made it through the solar system. We started way back when. A whole show of songs about the Earth. whole show about Mars. We did the sun, the moon, all the all of the stuff. So now we go into some wonderfully uncharted territory. But first, I got to tell you a couple things here. Let me tell you about uh, uh, some shows here. And uh, Trap Door. Have you ever wondered what was under the trap door your mom told you to stay away from? Maybe you should look. Mondays, 10 to midnight. And it's punk, electronic, uh, and it's DJ Sideways. And we got, uh, what else? One more. Breakfast for dinner. Pull up a chair. Whoop. See, they're trying to be clever. Everybody tries to be clever. Just zombie in your brain. That, that's pretty much it. If you see like all the new shows, they're all trying to be like, you know, oh, I want to give that, I want to make this snappy. Let me, let me find the worst name. From the basement. That's, here's what the electronic music sounds from the basement. Okay, now that's cut and dry. Every Friday's at 8 p.m. So that is today. So that looks like a new show here. And it's electronic and alternative subgenres. And, uh, oh, there's interviews on local uh, local experts. Local experts, come on. So you get some local experts. And, you know, if you ever have any experts, you know how painful that can be. Zombo right here in your brain. And let me tell you a couple things here. Let's see here. When it comes to um, the tough classes, take them. All right. Oh, boy. You need to succeed in college is what it says. You knew you do, okay? Because here, uh, okay, so it's a know how to go. I know how to go. I just went during that long song. Brought to you by the American Council of Education, Illumina, the Illuminati, and uh, this uh, Foundation for Education. And, you know, when you think about education, really, it's not so much education as it is two things, indoctrination and obedience school. When, when you actually think about why they take a, you know, you have a kid and he goes there and he's kind of like, like a wild kid. He's always running around. At least I was. And then you get in this school situation and you're taught obedience. Why are you taught obedience? You're taught obedience to be a good worker when you, when you mature, when you get older. So when your boss says, you're five minutes late, you actually feel bad. Rather than go, five minutes late? I don't care. You're lucky I come in, dum-dum. So that's, they, 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 they drill that into your brain at a young age. Uh, obedience. And it's just obedience to, 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 to somebody you know i mean uh, and this guy like uh, the always thing is weird is like you know uh like when you see like uh, you quit this job and you see your boss on the street or something and it's like all right this guy isn't my boss anymore this guy the hierarchy is gone 
The hierarchy is gone. This is this guy's on the same level playing. For, this guy can do nothing to me, and that's a very liberating thing. You know what else is very liberating? Is when you get old enough to actually start Googling all the mean bosses you had when you had your first jobs, and they're all dead. You outlived all your your abusive bosses. Your mean bosses, you've outlived them all. You win. You win. That is awesome. Yeah, a guy yelled at me. Now he is dead. Stone dead. So there. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's, when, that, that, that's just kind of, that's the thing I like to do. I like to find out all the people that were just like, you know. But the good thing is, when you can have people that are like negative influences on your life and it makes you a, a, a stronger character. Make sure, because my character's strong. Mm, strong like bull. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's a little aside. So, what, what else? so we're, we're out of the solar system now, and uh, there are so many people think, well, you know what? Now that we ruined this planet, let's go on to another planet. That was a, a nice little escape here. You know, we, we ruined this planet, and, and now we're going to move on to another planet because that's what this species does. But not just us, mind you. You know, you're thinking like, okay, well, humans are rotten. We ruined this planet. Well, you know what? Dinosaurs were just as bad. Dinosaurs were just as bad. A lot of people say, oh, dinosaurs, dinosaurs, they got extinct from when a comet hit then and it made a, a, a thing in an ice age. And a, you know, and, but you got to realize if you know your science, Jupiter would be taking in all those big comets. What happened was is that the dinosaurs ruined this planet pretty much pretty much like like the same way we are. Well, first off, the individual dinosaurs themselves each took their toll on destroying the 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 earth. I got mean, around about like 50,000 years, 500,000 years. So, you got the T-Rex. T-Rex king of the dinosaurs. This guy's a jerk from the get-go. So, this dude's a carnivore. Eats meat, 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 eats meat, eats all that meat, eats all that meat, and is just um, in, in, incredibly gassy. With all of that meat, those T-Rex farts were just uh, just uh, horrible. They, they could last as long as 45 seconds long. All that methane gas, all that greenhouse gas, and we're talking about 500,000 years of T-Rex, or better known to his friend as Trex. That was kind of his nickname with all the other dinosaurs. Trex. Here comes Trex. He's going to go eat some meat and he's going to go cut a couple. And then, so all that methane gas, once again, making that greenhouse gas. Then you got the Allosaurus. Allosaurus. That thing loved to drink, it ruined the water supply. So Allosaurus drinking all the water, drinking all the other Allosaurus is going, man, yeah, you should kind of lay off on the water a little bit. Save some for, you know, you're, you're ruining the water. Ah, that's going to make me want to drink more water. Yeah, my cold, dead, whatever those appendages they had. They weren't paws or claws or whatever. I'm gonna drink all the water. And when they then and then all of the all of the urine that came out of Allosaurus. And we're talking like again, five hundred thousand years, five hundred thousand years of Allosaurus urine, and that had like you know all these toxic ingredients, baricium and ranesium. And uh, yeah, ranesium was actually the um, element discovered by some scientist named Ron. And that poisoned the water supply. We're talking years and years and decades and decades and years and eons and eons and millennia, millennia of Allosaurus urine ruining the water supply. 
And then you got Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus with those stupid plates on his back. Those plates, those things would fall off and they are not recyclable. They're not degenerable. So you had all these stacks and stacks. This is once again, kabillion years. Well, not kabillion, half a kabillion of, of Stegosaurus plates all over the litter bug like you would not believe. Stegosaurus plates everywhere. And those things pile up and, you know, they're, they're blocking out the, they're blocking out the, 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 the foliage and they're just, they're just another, another, another death by a thousand cuts of the dinosaurs destroying this planet before we destroyed it. Then on top of that, all you got Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus did all this deforestation, all the deforestation you can blame on the Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus, a small family of Brontosaurus could level a, a, a forest. You know, they just eat. All they do is they deforested the whole, the whole, they just kept eating. And did they plant any trees? No, they didn't plant any trees. They just ate trees and then they made these horrific doodoos. And these doodoos also contain a lot of methane and boricium gas getting up into the atmosphere, causing more global warming. So that's how the dinosaurs did it. When the dinosaurs did it first, and who knows how long this place has been around. There might have been another species that ruined this planet before dinosaurs. So you get all that stuff up in the atmosphere from all these jackass dinosaurs that just did not care about you know the environment. Yeah, you know, they, they just they were just doing their thing, eating, pooping, farting, drinking, pee, just making a mess, littering, making a mess of the joint. So what happens next? Boom, greenhouse grasses, boom, boom, boom. Ice age, boom, too hot. Now, destroyed everything, okay? So what happens? What happens and then just the earth just goes, okay, well, I flushed the toilet that time. Bye-bye, dinosaur. So what happens next? We come along. We, and you got to give us credit, man. Took the dinosaurs 500,000 years to ruin the planet. And we did it in 150. We did it in 150 years, man. Good on us. So what happened was we start using all these, what? Fossil fuels. We're getting all this junk. The dinosaurs ruined the planet with the first time. We're using that again. So we are using these fossil fuels. We're just reigniting all the rotten stuff the dinosaurs did 500,000 years ago and 150 years. There, the end. There. Whew. That's, that's something. That's a, so that's, that's why, that is why, you know, don't think that human beings are the only ones rotten that ruin their home. Dinosaurs did it 500,000 or some odd thousand years. I don't have the numbers, all right? I don't have the exact numbers, you know? I'm not Neil Tyson Degrassi, you know? I'm not even Alex Degrassi, if you're liking the new age music. <sighs> you ready to travel? Are you ready to travel out of the solar system that not only we are ruined, but the dinosaurs ruined? So uh, you know, let's get into uh, Planet 10. What do you say? What do you say? I got my PSAs done. I got my, uh, my promos done. I got my insane rant done. Are you ready to go to Planet 10? You're not? <laughs> I thought you guys were ready to go to Planet 10. Boy, that was really disappointing. Tried to get you guys all juiced up and get ready to go to Planet 10 and you're sitting there. 
just sitting there. That's it, man. Well, like it or not, we're going to Planet 10. The Embers, Zombo in Your Brain, WRCT, and the Pittsburgh.
There you go, that little toe tapper. A request from Mark. That's the main theme from Forbidden Planet. And I, I like that one part where, you know, they're sitting around writing it and it goes, no, it goes bleep, 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 bleep. Woo. No, I think it should go woo, bleep, 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 bleep. Uh, I mean, that's how they wrote that. Uh, Lewis and B.B. Barron, they were uh, pioneers in electronic music using a lot of uh, tape manipulation and early, early noise-making synthesizers. And that's from the movie Forbidden Planet. Before that, we heard the Sisters of Meowsy doing uh, Black Planet, Shona Knife, Planet X, Man or Astro Man, 10th Planet, and Embers started that set off with Planet 10. Zombo right here in your brain, and uh, you listen to WRCT, and we are fabulously out of the solar system in the uncharted territories, uh, doing a journey through space and time later on. So what's going to happen is we're going to go into some other odd planets today. Hopefully, by the end of today, we'll uh, we'll get some planets out of the way, then we'll like jettison into orbit, and then next week we start to show all the songs about stars. And then the next couple of weeks after that, it's going to be space and deep space. So that's going to probably be like two full shows of songs all about space. And that's nice. And uh, I have my, uh, have on, on, on basically just a telephone call away. Uh, one of the most predominant uh, local folks of space travel. And that is now he's known as Paul Smoke and the Grassi. That is right. No longer in the CBD store. No longer in the truck. No longer uh, panhandling. His, his job's changed so many times that Paul's smoking the grasse from now on. That is it. Okay? And he, that, dude, that's, that dude's been on more trips than... Uh, Timothy Leary would probably go, you know, that dude really should take it down a notch. So you listen to this, uh, to this show here with you right there. What else is going on? Oh, so one other thing I got to tell you. About before, before, before we move on about how uh, the dinosaurs, how they ruined this planet before we did. There is uh, the pterodactyls, and that was they actually had they used to have a, a a QXPT is how it used to be spelled, but then they got rid of the other two ones, but they kept the P because that was silent anyhow. Pterodactyls, big fleets of pterodactyls. Okay, they just zooming through the zooming through the sky, disrupting the jet stream. And causing all kinds of havoc with weather patterns. So you could see, just by just by existence, things ruin other things. It's just that way. Dinosaurs ruined this planet 500,000 some odd years ago. And they were odd years ago. You know, and we're managing to do it in 150. So you got you to gotta really give us some cred on that. You got to give us some cred that we are very efficient. We're very efficient that way. Ah, uh, so yeah, there you go with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get into the whole smoky sky thing. Everybody's talking about the smoky skies. It's just another thing that's gonna come our way. You know what's today? Oh, today's poison water day. Poison water day. We gotta boil the water and not drink water. That's correct. It's poison water day. What? What's? What's the? And then it's like poison air day. That's like, oh my gosh! Then look at all this food that's ruined. And it's all German. Yeah, you eat this food, and you and you and you and you and you instantly get like some kind of chromosomal damage. Ah, nuts! And I really like the taste of fresca too. Darn it! Eh. So there's always gonna be something, you know, just with existence 
and 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 just the haphazard ways and 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 the part that this is kind of like this isn't like the 14th century where like you know one thing happens in like 150 years what happened well this guy dropped the ball off a tower and another ball off the tower and said look at that these balls fall down off the tower and that's the big discovery and then uh, and then they then they burn him because he's he's dropping his balls you know they don't like them ball droppers you know, so they said, oh, I don't like this guy dropping these balls, so we're going to have to burn them at the stake. It seems a little too scientific for my blood. And we actually look at some of these guys, these Renaissance dudes, Galileo and all that, uh, and Da Vinci. I mean, these were just kind of regular dudes. You know, I mean, they, they did some, uh, they did things. They did amazing things. They had all day long. You wake up in the morning and go, well, I want to try and discover something. And you just you put up, there's, there's probably a lot of things this guy Said and did that just is absolute nonsense. But they just kind of whisk that all aside and keep all the brainy stuff. It's like Nostradamus, or actually his brother Nostradamus. He had a nose for predictions. And like it's like Nostradamus actually said, "Oh no, this this is going to happen, and this is going to happen." Or Criswell, yeah, Criswell. Let's get into Planet Claire. What do you say? Let's get off. And this is the version by Mark by Vince Ripper and the Roden Show. Yes, yeah. WRCT in your brain. Where's this guy? Come on, play the song. No, no, no. I do the, I do the rants here, buddy. No, I do the rants. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Play the song. Don't make me fast forward you. He's still at it. No, no, no. The rants are my thing. Stop the rants and play the song. Yeah. No, oh, brother. Need another one of these guys? There it is.
riding on their back Since Rod Serling left the Twilight Zone The General Ursus wants a war Dr. Zeus can't stand gore Charlton Heston can't escape And it happened on the planet of the air The chimpanzees are mighty meek They can't believe this man can speak How can we put him in the city zoo? there from the Kabbalas and that was the uh, Planet of the Apes Polka before that we heard the Maramentos doing Tiki Man with Planet Claire and Vince Ripper uh, starting things off with Planet Claire you listen to Zombori here and we're in some wonderfully uncharted territory it is very nice to have you here with me today and it looks like we're gonna finish up planets and orbits and, and, and things of that nature today and next week we're gonna go out to the stars we're gonna shoot for the stars it's exciting, isn't it? Let's see here. Where is that? There was a PSA about showing somebody the first their North Star. Where was that one at? I forget where that is. Uh, let me see if I can paraphrase it. Okay. Uh, do you remember the person that showed you where the North Star was? Do you remember the person that made you laugh so hard your stomach hurt? Do you remember the person that you... Uh, uh, laugh so hard when you looked at the North Star together and he made that funny North Star joke. Hmm? Remember that? That's what it's like with a big intergalactic brother, big intergalactic sister. 
That's right. You can have an intergalactic brother or sister show you the wonders of the universe. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Big intergalactic brothers, big intergalactic sisters. It's just not for breakfast anymore. What else we got here? Okay, you know, millions of Americans take trial. Oh, boy. Millions of Americans take part in trials of new drugs and medical procedures. There you go. We got Paul smoking the grassy, absolutely testing out all of these for us. So that's nice. You don't need that. But if you have a loved one that's considering participation in a clinical trial or he's going to trial for having a lot of drugs, uh, that's so strange you don't even see that anymore. Uh, what happened to like, it was just amazing that people would get arrested. You know, oh, they found a joint on me and now I'm in jail. And now there's like boutique shops that look like the Apple store you can walk right into and go, yeah, I'll have a couple joints. Here you go. You know why? Because Whitey got involved. That's right. And taxes. The government made it cool. All right. And it's just a matter of time before we, we uh, you know, hopefully start getting more and more fun stuff that is legal instead of like, you know, and that, that's the thing that always bothered me. You know, it's just like all of a sudden one day it's it's OK. It's like all of a sudden one day me eating meat on Friday, you could go to hell. There's the Catholics out there. And all of a sudden the Pope goes, you know what? Nah, you won't go to hell if you eat a hot dog on Friday. Just throw it up when you're done. What else we got here? We got uh, a clinical studies. So get into uh, smartparticipant.org for free drugs. And for more information, that'll get you on the form decision. I know somebody that did that. They did, they did, his job was, uh, was testing drugs. He just was like a drug tester. He says, let me test this drugs. Luckily, I guess he was always in the placebo group because nothing really weird happened. Well, his hair did turn purple. But I think that was a thing he did on his own. But that's just me. That's just me. And that's just you. All right, what else we got going on here? Yeah, you ready to go back into space? I am. All right, let's go to, I rarely play, I don't get this band, but I like this song. Uh, the band Radiohead. Everybody goes, everybody's cuckoo over. People who like Radiohead don't just like Radiohead. They're obsessed with Radiohead. And I'll listen to some Radiohead and I'll go, let me file that next to my Decemberist discs. Let me put that next to Mumford and Sons. Let me put this thing to like the, in the, I don't, I don't understand the fascination. Uh-huh. But this is Planet Telex. And it's a decent tune by a band I just really couldn't care less about. Radiohead. Zombo in your brain.
Hey, I'll be with that. Marshall Crenshaw, who's celebrating his 40th year, 40th anniversary in showbiz. He's going to be playing around here pretty soon. Uh, Fantastic Planet of Love, requested by the Melnick. And I got to let you guys know a little inside scoop that Melnick did used to work for NASA. Uh, True story. Used to work. Raise your hand if you see I told you it was true. And uh, I guess he just uh, got fed up with it and told his boss, space travel, space travel. There's plenty more opportunities in being a lava lamp repairman. And the rest is history. Before that, we heard Los Straight Jackets with Wrong Planet. Everything started off, well, not everything, but that set started off with Radiohead, uh, Planet Telex, who got their name. I don't know if anybody knows how Radiohead got their name. They were originally called On a Friday. They got signed to a record label, and they go, you know, you need a better, you need a better name than that. And they, were, they just happened to be watching Gilligan's Island. And there was the one where Gilligan hits hit in the head with a coconut, and it makes a filling in his teeth pick up all these radio signals. And he started picking up all these radio signals in his teeth. And uh, yeah, and he had a radio head until, a, of course, another coconut hit him on the head. And then he thought he was King Tut. So uh, that's pretty much how that band got their name. Uh, New York Dolls coming up next uh, with Lonely Planet Boy. Uh, okay, band. A lot of people make a big deal about New York Dolls. I did it. My one celebrity sighting was uh, David Johansson. Uh, I was uh, outside of Central Park. Uh, what was this in the 90s? Just, uh, I was doing some stupid trade show. And I see a guy. I mean, come on. David Johansson looks. How many people look like David? There's a couple of people I know that look like David Johansson. You know, but David Johansson himself was in a bathrobe, all disheveled, and he was walking a Yorkshire Terrier. And I look at him, and David Johansson looks at me and gives me that look like, oh, man, someone recognized me. And I gave him that look like, yeah, you're David Johansson, and I'm not going to say anything to you. Then he gives me this look saying, man, am I glad that guy didn't say anything to me because I am David Johansson. And then he stepped in some dog doo-doo. Coconut hit him in the head. And then he thought he was King Tut.
Right there you have the mysterious tape man with Diamond Planet. Before that, we heard Africa Benbada and his soul sonic force doing Planet Rock. That was a, that was a thing. That song was a thing, man. It was a thing. Before that, we heard Clock of Time doing Pestilent Planet. And everything began off with the New York Dolls doing Lonely Planet Boy. And it is noon o'clock. Do you know where your brain is? Yes, you do. That's nice. We are traveling uncharted territory in just past the solar system. So not in, but just past the solar system. And uh, just getting all the random planets and uh, things out in outer space. We're going to go outer, outer space next week. It's all songs about stars. That's right, the stars in the sky, not the other stars in the water. These are the stars in the sky. Uh, We're going to uh, do all kinds of groovy things. And how are you guys? If you want uh, downloads of all the shows, uh, zomboco.com or listen to them for free, you can just go right there and hear them for nothing or download them or wear them like a space helmet. That's the other thing about space helmets. I mean, that's, that's the other thing how I think this whole, the drift back into the whole chariots of the God thing. And one thing he did not touch on, uh, uh, what was his name? Eric von Kantiki. Uh, what he did, uh, Donnekin. That's right, Eric von Honneken. And uh, what he didn't touch on was all the saints. If you ever see like a lot of iconicry, iconicry, in churches, they have these halos. I mean, it doesn't take a lot to figure out that those halos actually look like space helmets. And you know, not, not just typical like glass bubble space helmets. We're talking beings that are capable of interplanetary travel. So they probably have like these glowing things that look like a space helmet that kind of give them, you know, the idea to have their own atmosphere because it probably wasn't exactly adaptable with us. And then you say, okay, but then you look at how they, they portray the devil. Devil has like, it looks like he has antennas. And how did that see? That's the thing with the whole thing with 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 the, the good the, the the good and the evil thing that people just kind of there's probably these ugly aliens came look like they had these these things on their heads they look like horns they were probably antennas and they were probably trying to help us out but they were so ugly they were so ugly and I said listen you guys need to think for yourselves you guys need to be free thinkers. And all of a sudden, these good-looking aliens come down, and they got like the long hair and the beard and the blue eyes, and they got and they say, "Listen, we want to control you guys with religion. This thing called religion. You want the free thinkers or the religion?" So they make up this thing about how all evil is free thinking. That's how I. That's 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 my take on it. That we were visited by two different. Two different alien species. One was ugly. And you know how we are with ugly and good looking. I mean, you could, that's why if you ever watch like, ever, ever, ever watch TV shows? The villain is always ugly. Skeletor. Look at Skeletor. Skeletor is ugly. Skeletor actually used to have green or purple skin or something. Then he burned his skin off or whatever. And then he ended up being, look how handsome He-Man is. He-Man and She-Ra. You know, then you get like, they're, they're, they're beautiful people. And then you look at the ugly ones. 
I think that is very unfair. I, I, I really think even today, even today, even they go about like body positivity and all this, they still don't go after ugly. They don't go after ugly at all, you know, that, which they really should. You know, there should be uh, there should be a lot of like, you know, uh, uh, things going for us ugly people. I'm just saying, because like the beautiful people got made. If you look at the TV, you look at TV and it's always like, uh, uh, well, maybe. OK, Beauty and the Beast. All right. Beauty and the Beast. That's different. That's different. That's Disney. That's make believe. That's make believe. That's not real. Real life is like, you know, they always considered to be ugly people to be evil. Good-looking people, good. How do you think they get that word good? It's good. Oh, good-looking, good person. Ugly person? Uh, ugly. So there. I don't know. I think Skeletor's, I, I really think Skeletor is a sexy-looking dude. That's just me. But, like, I am, I, am, I am very much attracted to people that look like Skeletor. But that's just me. That's just me. Uh, let's get back out into the planets. Here's X-Girl. Fantastic three-piece from Japan. Uh, they're just like astounding. This is Planet F by uh, X-Girl. Zombo in your brain. Let's get through these Dagon uh, universes and all this other stuff. We'll get to the end of it sooner or later. Like in about 10 weeks. In your brain, RCT. And the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases designed the vaccination just for kids. Go to vaccination.org. There, snuck a PSA in. Listen to Tender Ditties. Pickney Hall. Fridays. 10 a.m. WRCT. Yeah, got a promo out of the way. Watch out for falling coconuts. I got another PSA.
Oh, yeah. This is Quiet Planet for the Astronauts. We are the Schizophonics with Red Planet. Oh, what a great tune. Seventh Planet Reboot, Dr. Legume and X-Girl, Planet F. So, I get an interesting phone call from a listener who gets it. And uh, I got to tell you, this is something else you got to realize. You know, people say, oh, there's aliens about us. Yeah, there are. But it's not a joke. And I will out right now. The aliens among us. Mark Zuckerberg, look into those dead eyes. Alien. Elon Musk, That is, if that ain't an alien, I don't know what's an alien. Rupert Murdoch, alien. Mick Jagger, alien. Nicholas Cage, alien. Christopher Walken, alien. That is correct. A Mike Pence, alien. They're uh, they're they're and that's that's why they're always in like a position on top, a position on. Th- you won't ever find an alien, like as a bank teller, or you won't ever find. Now he'll be the bank manager. Nancy Culp. From the Beverly Hillbillies. Alien. They are all out there, all in all somewhat in positions of power. Somewhat. And then there's the whole people you never see. That whole family came from outer space, the Rothschilds. And all that Illuminati thing. That's just alien stuff to just hide. And we're so stupid because we don't wait a minute. Oh, could I possibly be an alien and not know it? Could you possibly have some alien in you? And you don't know. That's a question. That's a question. That is a question. Another girl, another planet, the mighty lemon drops. Zombo in your alien brain. Sagan alien and you know why Carl Sagan was an alien he actually told people way back when oh there's no proof of UFOs and who would say there's no proof of UFOs rather than an UFO another girl another planet another girl another planet Mitch Hegberg, alien. 
Neil Armstrong alien. And if you spell his name backwards, which would be Neil A, that spells alien. Point Bjork Alien. She didn't even change her name from an alien. She kept the alien name Bjork. Cruise around the planet, 
Andy Warhol, Alien. Leonard Nimoy, Alien. Your mom, Alien. Yes, and even Mr. Rogers, alien. And of course, everybody knows pigeons, aliens. They're actually spies for aliens.
the mockster alien. Stardate 2434.2 First Officer's Log On a routine patrol flight in the Milky Way galaxy, I discovered on our space sensors an unidentified planet careening wildly in an eccentric solar orbit. I ordered an immediate investigation and with much difficulty maneuvered our ship for a temporary orbit. Upon beaming down to the planet's surface, all I could see were ruins. Ruins of some type of civilization. Crumbled buildings, deserted streets, charred vegetation, all covered with a thick layer of dust, which our scanners indicated as intensely radioactive. I proceeded to make a thorough survey of the area. According to my calculations, I could tell that some recent phenomenon or holocaust had occurred and destroyed whatever advanced civilization had existed on the planet. I found no sign of life. As I made my way back to the ship, I heard a sound. It came from a cellar in one of the nearby buildings. Carefully and slowly, I found my way to the source and discovered a human being or rather, what once was a human being. A scarred, disfigured man lying in the rubble. When I questioned him, he told me that this had once been a great world. They had abundance and plenty. Intelligence, beauty, love. There was enough for everyone who lived there. But the inhabitants were never satisfied. They wanted more. They wanted everything, and they started to quarrel amongst themselves. They could not live in peace, and they tried to destroy each other. In doing this, they destroyed everything. Their abundance, their plenty, their own intelligence, their beauty, their love. He told me that so far as he knew, he was the only living thing left, but that he knew he was dying. When I asked him the name of the planet, he replied, we called it Earth.
Log of the Starship Enterprise, stardate 5943.7. Captain Kirk, this is Lieutenant Uhura. Mr. Spock is ready to patch in. Go ahead, Mr. Spock. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful condition. It seems they can't control their limbs, and their minds are dull and useless. Fascinating. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century Earth disease called hard drug abuse. I suspect it has destroyed all meaningful life on this wretched planet. A tragic find, Mr. Spock. As a Vulcan, I find the need for hard drugs to be totally illogical. But as a half-human Spock, surely you can appreciate the suffering that hard drug abuse causes. We can only hope that other civilizations will not make the same mistake. Second century. All over the world, men and women still make love. As they have done for over a million years. I love your mind. Suddenly, from somewhere among the stars, visitors introduce something new. What is it? Where do they put it? And why are they doing it? Wow. Thank you, Spaceman. I never thought it could be like this. Why is what they do to Earth women so earth-shaking? Thank you! Wham, bam, thank you, Spaceman. A different kind of love story. In the faraway skies above, with a valley of hearts and flowers, where all of us love to go to love, and it's a very special planet. It's a very special planet. But you love it on the planet, the planet named Desire. Now if your baby kisses send you, does he put you clear out of your mind? Don't believe your love is different And they have a walk to other kind And she's just got you on the planet Lady Desire, Lady Desire She's got you on the planet Lady Desire, Lady Desire And you love it on the planet The planet Lady Desire
some weather the girl for you When she comes along you want to And you won't be laughing when you do Cause she'll put you on the planet Ladies' eyes, ladies' eyes She'll put you on the planet Ladies' eyes, ladies' eyes And you love it on the planet The planet Ladies' eyes This planet's a million miles from nowhere But the journey don't take you long Don't worry about transportation As long as you're taking your baby along Cause she'll put you on the planet Ladies' eyes Just like I'm riding on the planet Ladies' eyes So I'll see you on the planet Journey to the seventh planet. Come to me. Let your dreams become reality. I wait for you. Somewhere on the seventh planet, out in space, you and I will find a magic place, like lovers do, and why we bubble bar. Touch the star that we have wished upon. There our love will take wings and go on and on. Mm-hmm. Journey to the seventh planet. In your heart, let a spark of love begin to start for us to share forever. Seventh planet, seventh heaven. seventh planet why it is Uranus where we started today yeah Otto Brandenburg doing journey to the seventh planet Billy Mize gave his planet name desire Leonard Nimoy visit to a sad planet and the anti-drug PSA from Star Trek we heard man the Astro man in their planetary Janet the gorillas or just gorillas every planet we travel to is dead and uh, thunderbolts wow lost planets weird merv griffin who is also an alien screaming memes from planet x sugar cubes planet and started everything off with the mighty lemon drops uh doing another girl another planet we also did uh, the astronauts with quiet planet Woo! 
Man, lots of stuff. So, okay, we're on Uranus. We got the planets done. How about, since we're on Uranus, how about some asteroids? Asteroid, killing joke, Zombo, the BRCT. And the third angel sounded, and the star fell from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the waters. The waters. Another thing you may think about are those crop circles. Remember everybody always saw those crop circles in the middle of fields? Proof positive that there's alien life out there with far superior farming equipment. This is Michael Minert with Asteroids. 
That's a killer tune there. The Atomic Mosquitoes with Half Asteroid. Lovely tune. Uh, Michael Minert with Asteroids. And Killing Joke started with Asteroid. So I got to tell you, I've been on the radio a long time. And I did a, uh, a space show. Uh, I remember this is like 1997, 1998. And I was in Akron, Ohio. I had a show called Zombo's Mondo Record Party. And it was on from 11 o'clock at night to midnight. And I did, I got on a space thing. And I remember I played this song. And I dare, I double dog dared. Because I, I said aliens are listening to all the transmissions too. See what we got going on here. It's as easy, easy. And I double dog dared aliens to to abduct me after my radio show. And this was right right before midnight. And I just double-dog dared them to... And right as this song was playing, the power went out in the station for about 30 seconds and then came back on. Um, I didn't obviously didn't get abducted unless they shot me with the memory erase ray, which, you know, if you ever got abducted, they hit you with the memory erase ray. So if you don't remember getting abducted by aliens... You probably get abducted all the time. The Carpenters. That is right. Richard and uh, Karen Carpenter both were aliens, and they were actually calling the occupants of interplanetary crafts. This is this is a real tune, The Carpenters. All Hit Radio. All right, you're listening to All Hit Radio, and it's 53 degrees at 13 minutes past the hour. And right now in our all-request line, I've got Mike Ledgerwood on the phone. Hey, babe, what would you like to hear? <laughs> Hey, babe, I'm sorry. I can't hear you too well. You're going to have to speak a little closer into the phone. Okay, babe, what would you like to hear again? We are observing your Earth. Hey, Mike, I'm sorry, babe, but that's not on our playlist. And by the way, you sound great over the phone. Anyway, if you give us your request, we'll be glad to play it for you, babe. So let's hear it. We are observing your Earth. Oh, uh, listen, Mike, I'm sorry, babe, but we can't... And we'd like to make... I'm sorry, Mike, we... There's... A contact uh, with you... In your mind you have capacities, you know To telepath messages through the vast unknown Please close your eyes and concentrate With every thought you think Upon the recitation we're about to sing Calling occupants of interplanetary craft Calling occupants of interplanetary most extraordinary craft Pets of interplanetary. 
The Carpenters, Karen, Richard, and Abzog, Carpenter, calling occupants of interplanetary craft, and I remain in your half-alien brain next week. Rocket blast off into orbit, I remain in your brain.